Hello, and welcome to Parenting Tips, the family health and wellness podcast series for parents and professionals working with families. Family health and wellness is a part of the National Extension System, which provides research-based information and is a program of Cornell Cooperative Extension of Suffolk County. I'm Rory McNish, the host of this series, which will showcase family health and wellness educators who are experts in their field of child development, positive parenting practices, nutrition, and health. Our goal is to help adults make research-informed decisions for themselves and their families. So I'm pleased to welcome Kerry Cray Retta, who will be joining us today to talk about temper tantrums. Kerry has been a human development specialist with family health and wellness since 2000. Kerry specializes in early childhood development as well as health and wellness. Morning, Kerry. Good morning. How are you? All right. How are you doing? Just fine, thanks. Now, as a parent of four and now a grandparent, I have had some personal experience with temper temper tantrums. Let me tell you. I'm telling you. I bet you have. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, they're they're such a normal part of growing up that really anyone who has raised children or or spent any time with young children has probably experienced some temper tantrums. And um, I'd venture to guess that you might have even had one or two of your own. A couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Same here. And I think they more came from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, um, do all children have temper tantrums? Not necessarily, okay. um, but but most will have at least a few. Temper tantrums are uh, kind of like a runny nose. You know, some children mm-hmm. may have one or two in a lifetime, and others may have several a day for a year straight. Um, usually, when we have children who do experience temper tantrums, it's usually between the ages of 18 months and five years of age. And um, one of the things I get asked a lot is, do boys have more temper tantrums than girls? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, no. (laughs) They happen equally between boys and girls. All right. Well, I don't know girls, so (laughs) with four boys. (laughs) Even though temper tantrums are so common, they're difficult for parents to deal with. Um, A lot of the times parents will view a temper tantrum as something bad or negative, And I try to get parents to think of tantrums in a new light as something that's healthy, healing, and really something that's necessary in Mm -hmm. some cases. Young children experience really strong emotions sometimes, such as anger, frustration, disappointment. And if they don't have the coping skills or the same control that adults have, Mm -hmm. or they don't necessarily have great language skills yet, these emotions have to come out in some way. So we do see them come out physically. Sometimes it might be biting or hitting, and certainly with temper tantrums. So I like to think of a temper tantrum kind of as an emotional sneeze, a way to clear out all those strong emotions and get back to normal. Okay. Um, Really, a temper tantrum can be an opportunity to, for both the parents and the children, to learn about emotions and how to manage them. What Mm -hmm. the trick is, is for the parent not to take them personally. Right, right. Um, is there a reason why some children have, uh, like so few while others have so many? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, there are a few things that make a child maybe more prone to having temper tantrums. So one of those is language delays. If a child is struggling with language, that can cause a lot of frustration, which then can lead to more temper tantrums, but also a child's temperament may increase his or her likelihood of having temper tantrums. So for example, if you have a child who is intense with sensitivities or an inability to transition well, mm-hmm. this is going to lead to more tantrums. Now you have a podcast on temperament. Uh, 
if people would like more information on that, um, we have it right here on our, our site that they can go to. Absolutely. Cool. Now, um, I remember with some of my children, um, I could sometimes predict when a temper tantrum could happen. Like I, I could see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes they are predictable. Um, the, the cause of temper tantrums is going to be different for each child, but if you pay close attention, you can usually determine what your child's triggers are going to be. And some of the most common triggers are being tired, hungry, bored, um, maybe being scared or overexcited, generally not feeling well. Also, if a child doesn't, isn't getting the attention they want or sometimes a change in activity or again, those limited verbal skills can also trigger a tantrum. And I have my own little uh, triggers too in life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do say that to parents when we talk, you know, um, think about yourself when you're not yeah. feeling well, if you're tired or if you're hungry or right. hangry, right? right? Sure. You, you don't have the same patience level no. that you typically would. Yep. So you can see that it's not that much difference for yeah. our children. But most temper tantrums come from being overwhelmed by emotion. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes, oftentimes, actually, parents will say, you know, my child has a temper tantrum whenever I tell them no or they can't get what they want. And they feel that their child is trying to manipulate them into getting what they want. Mm -hmm. And to a very small extent, that might be true and that might be the cause of a temper tantrum especially if a child has learned over time that a temper tantrum will get him or her what they want. Right, sure. But the truth is that most of the temper tantrums are actually caused by the underlying emotion of not getting what they want. Right, right. Um, so disappointment is usually a big one that will trigger it. Um, without words to express these emotions, again, they're going to come out in physical ways and, and in tantrums. Now, is there any um, anything that a parent can do to kind of help prevent tantrums? Is that a is that would that be a good thing to do, or it's a great it... thing to do? Okay, um, giving children words for their emotions is a very good place to start. We often, you know, as our children are learning language, we label everything for them. We label a chair, we label a dog, right. we label a door. Mm -hmm. But we don't often think to give them the words for the emotions that we think they're experiencing. Right, sure. So that's a really great place to start. And if you can kind of catch your child when they're first experiencing that emotion, rather than once it's gotten to the level that they're in a full-blown temper tantrum, that's best. So mm -hmm. as an example, if you see your child is getting frustrated when they're playing with a toy, and I like to use those shape sorters as an yeah. example, where you have to get the triangle shape into the triangle hole. Right. But if your child is trying to get the triangle shape into the circle hole, no amount of pressing is going to make that happen. Right. So that can, you know, frustration can build. Oh, sure. As soon as you see that, that's a great time to say, I see that toy is making you angry or mm -hmm. frustrated. You know, whatever you think the label is or the emotion is, label that. Mm -hmm. And you want to do that before the child has gotten so upset that they take the toy and throw it across the room. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, the other thing you can do is look for patterns. As I said earlier, you know, if you pay close attention, you can determine what your child's triggers are. Pay attention to when, where, and with whom the tantrums are happening. If you notice that your child's temper tantrums happen when they're hungry or tired, be sure to have a set schedule around meals and sleep. 
you know, do not make that nap happen later because right. you'll just set yourself up and your child up for a temper tantrum. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, another thing, if you notice that your child's temper tantrums are triggered by a change in activity, this would indicate that she is having difficulty transitioning from one activity to another. And this can be really challenging because our days are filled with transitions. Oh, yeah. So giving um, a warning to a child before one activity is ending and before moving to the next activity can be helpful for that. I'm not, I'm not really sure if, uh, if all temper tantrums are preventable. What would be the best way to respond to a tantrum when one does happen? Yeah. Despite your best efforts, you yeah. will not be able to eliminate all temper tantrums, yeah. uh, at least for a little while until your child, you know, grows out of them. Okay. Um, but the best thing to do when one does occur is to stay calm and to not take it personally. Mm -hmm. You know, when your child is having a temper tantrum, it's because they're overwhelmed by their emotions, so they're out of control, and this can be a scary time for them. So it's even more important that the adult stay in control and stay calm. Right. If your emotions are out of control, it's going to take your child even longer to calm themselves down. Mm -hmm. So if you need to take a few seconds, maybe a few deep breaths to center yourself before you um, tend to your child, I would recommend that. Okay. Um, I like to recommend deep breathing, not just for parents, but for them to teach their child how to do it. Because okay. breathing deeply naturally calms us. So it's a great skill for people of any ages. And what I like about it is you can do it anywhere. You don't have to pack anything special. You don't draw attention to yourself. Mm -hmm. And really, even the youngest children can learn how to do it. So that's a great idea. You know, what we're teaching our children is how to manage emotions, right? Which right. is a lifelong skill. So, um, you know, taking a pause with a few deep breaths mm -hmm. helps you, helps your child, and it also helps you to be more proactive with your child rather than be reactive. Okay. Which is huge because if we react, sometimes we don't always behave the way we want to. And they're always seeing our behavior. That's the thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're role modeling yeah. for your child how you deal with emotions. Right. Which right. is a plus. Cool. Another thing about temper tantrums is that you do want to acknowledge your child's emotion and help them to calm down. But what you don't want to do is give in to their demands. Right. So as an example, if, if your child is upset that she couldn't have a toy that she wanted at mm -hmm. the store, a good way to handle that is to say something like, I understand that you're sad that you can't have the toy. And you might want to offer a hug also to console her. Or in some cases, if she's really upset, you might need to leave the store. And sure. once you're outside, you both can take a few deep breaths together. Yep. Um, but what you do not want to do is give her the toy yes. after you've already said no yeah, just to stop the temper tantrum. That seems like you're you're rewarding that behavior, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. so if, if that happens frequently enough, then the child does learn a yeah. temper tantrum can manipulate a situation. Right, right. So we don't want that. And um, by giving in, you also aren't teaching her how to manage those emotions. Well, very good. Thank you. I mean, and, uh, lots of great information today. And... Uh, we are uh, here with Carrie Retta, and we're talking about temper tantrums. Um, if you are listening and you'd like more information or you want to comment about today's topic, you can email us at jsj79 at cornell.edu or 
kkr5 at cornell.edu. Again, Carrie, thank you so much for uh, all the information that you've given us today. For more information on this topic, you can visit our website at ccesuffolk.org forward slash family health and wellness forward slash human development. Thank you.